Welcome back to another episode of Sundays with Jeff Miller. Remember, we're going to be mostly talking about the NFL, and that means not for losers. This is where you come to get the information you need to make your fantasy football team successful. So don't forget, you can contact me at Sundays with Jeff Miller at gmail.com with any questions you might have. Let the clock begin. So it feels really great to get fantasy football week number one behind us. How did your team do? Did you uh, go undefeated? Did you lose? Do you have multiple leagues? What was your record? These are things I would like to know. Who was your favorite play of the week? Who's that guy that you were glad you might have jumped up and grabbed in your draft? There's a lot to talk about in fantasy football this week. A lot. Um, Rams and the Bengals. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I wanted to talk about those two teams. This is the first time in 23 years that both Super Bowl teams from the prior season lost in week one. How is that for some information to pass along to you, right? Do you feel any different about those teams? Do you feel any different about those players? And yes, I'm going to get off my chest right off the bat today. My apologies. Yes, there are players that I said, no way, no way, no way. And I owe them an apology. They actually performed better than I thought they would. So if you, by chance, drafted Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants, and he put up 33.4 fantasy points for your team with an 83% snap share. Yes, he is healthy. 18 carries, 164 yards, a touchdown to go along with six catches on seven targets for 30 yards. Fantastic start to the season. Kudos to you for drafting him, and you probably got him in the second round, but if you got him in the third round, that's much better. So, sorry, Saquon, I'm not going to say no way, no way, no way, at least for another week. How's that? Michael Thomas, New Orleans, 22.7 fantasy points, 61% of the snap, so no, he is not totally healthy. But 61% is such a great leap for a guy who was very questionable going into the weekend. Five catches, eight targets, 57 yards. But all I do is what? Catch touchdowns. He had two of them. Two of them. Congratulations, Michael Thomas. And if you got him in like the, what, sixth, seventh round, probably? That's a nice grab right now. That's looking pretty good. Here's another guy I've been really hard on him. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kansas City, 22.4 fantasy points. But there, but I'm going to carry a few warnings with you on this one. I'm still not 100% saying no way. I'm going to say no. I'm halfway there. But he had seven carries for 46 yards, six yards per carry, which is nice, but no rushing touchdowns. Three catches on three targets for 32 yards and two TDs, and that's where I'm sounding my alarm. It is very unusual for a running back to have 10 touches and get two touchdowns, and I just don't see that as sustainable. Now, I had a conversation with a gentleman on Twitter, and yes, you can actually find me on Twitter um, at 
Sundays with Jeff Miller. That's all you have to do. Sundays with Jeff Miller. And you can see some of the comments. You can leave me questions. I'm constantly on there sharing some of my information. But one of the gentlemen on there this week said to me, yeah, but Jeff, it was a blowout. Okay, I agree. So it will be interesting to see moving forward how this plays out for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We're going to find out sooner rather than later because Kansas City plays the L.A. Chargers Thursday night football this week. Here's a guy that got bounced all around, and not just by me, by the way. Not just by me. Antonio Gibson, Washington, 20 fantasy points, 14 carries, 58 yards, 4.1 yards per carry, 7 catches, 8 targets, 72 yards. No touchdowns. But what a good game for Antonio Gibson. And he should sustain that for a while moving forward, uh, especially with the incident with Brian Robinson. So congratulations to you, Antonio Gibson owners, if you were brave enough to actually put him in your lineup. Here's a guy that is a surprise. So I'm going to talk about a couple players here. James Robinson has this significant injury last year for Jacksonville. Puts up 19.9 fantasy points, 49% of the snaps, 11 carries, 66 yards, 6 yards per carry, 1 TD, 1 catch on 2 targets for 3 yards and another TD. That's a pretty good start for a guy who is only at about 50% playtime. And James Robinson, if he's available on waivers, you might go out and pick up. You might. Uh, there's more to come. We're going to talk a little bit about ETN, but not right now. I'm going to move to my next apology, which is Miles Sanders. I was a Miles Sanders hater. No way, no way, no way. He shows up against Detroit. The Philadelphia running back puts up 18.5 fantasy points, plays 52% of the snaps, 13 carries, 96 yards. That's 7.4 yards per carry, one TD. And he has two catches on two targets for nine yards. Now, the one thing I will tell you is there were four rushing touchdowns in this game. And he did get one. So, he's got a 25% chance of getting rushing touchdowns moving forward. Miles Sanders had a great game. He looked good. I watched that game. He looked really good. Okay, so moving on a little bit, let's talk about the waiver wire because that's what it's all about the next couple days. Waiver wire, trades, and then we start heading into matchups for the rest of the week. So today, let's look at some of the trade targets, or not trade targets, some of the waiver wire targets. In the quarterback room, you should be looking at Carson Wentz from Washington. 37.7 fantasy points, ranked number three. 27 completions, 41 targets, 313 yards, 4 TDs, and 2 interceptions. He also ran the ball 6 times for 12 yards. Carson Wentz had a really good game this weekend. We'll see how it pans out for him moving forward. But um, if you have Aaron Rodgers and you need somebody to replace him, you might take a peek at Carson Wentz. Washington's got a fairly Favorable schedule coming up in the near future. Another one, Jameis Winston in New Orleans. 25.7 fantasy points, 23 completions on 34 targets, 269 yards, 2 TDs, and 2 rushes for 9 yards. Ranked number 7 so far for the week. Um, another one you might want to take a look at. I would like to see more passes, but 
if you're in need of a quarterback, he might be somebody that can help you out a little bit. Running backs that I like, Tennessee's Dontrell Hilliard. He only played 18% of the snaps. Two rushes for eight yards, no touchdowns. But he had 21.9 fantasy points. How did he do it, you say? Three catches, four targets, 61 yards, two TDs. Again, like CEH, for Kansas City, Dontrell Hilliard is a buyer beware. But I tell you what I would do. If I have Henry, I would go out and grab him as a cuff and keep him at the bottom of my bench. Might be a good flex play for you in certain situations, but definitely a great handcuff for Derrick Henry. That's Dontrell Hilliard for Tennessee. How about Detroit's Jamal Williams? He's showing up on the waiver wire. He had 16 fantasy points. He scored two touchdowns, but he only played 33% of the snaps. And his 2.5 yards per carry was not really that great. 11 carries, 28 yards, one catch for two yards on two targets. Um, you could use him as a bye week guy matchup, but I don't think anybody's replacing uh, DeAndre Swift currently in that Detroit Lions lineup. Um, a couple more running backs. How about Kansas City's Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie? 23% snaps, 12.2 fantasy points. 12 carries, 62 yards, 5.2 yards per carry, and a rushing touchdown. I think he's a stashable player. If you got room on your bench for him, he's one of the rookies that I look at and say, had a pretty good week, and he could be for real moving forward. Houston, a little bit of a surprise. Those guys that jumped up and grabbed Damian Pierce on how many recommendations from how many different fantasy analysts? A lot of us. But he didn't perform the way we thought he would. Rex Burkhead ends up playing 71% of the snaps, only has 12 fantasy points, 14 carries, 40 yards, um, 2.9 yards per carry. That's not really great, but he had five catches on eight targets for 30 yards. And because Houston, for the most part, will probably be playing from behind, he is a valuable piece of that offense from a receiving standpoint. Might be a nice flex play for your fantasy team. And then Chicago's Khalil Herbert with only 29% of the carries. Nine of them, 45 yards, five yards per carry. He got a rushing touchdown, 11.3 fantasy points. He actually outperforms David Montgomery, another worthwhile player to be watching on the waiver wire. Plenty of wide receivers available this week. We're going to start with Devin DuVernay of Baltimore, 21.4 fantasy points. He has had quite a few highlight reels over the last couple of years in Baltimore. Very capable of making some big plays. 52% of the snaps would concern me for a starting wide receiver. Four catches, four targets, 54 yards, however, pretty good, and two touchdowns. Here's another guy. Robbie Anderson comes out of nowhere and outperforms DJ Moore for Carolina. 21.2 fantasy points. Robbie Anderson plays 100% of the snaps. He's on the field, people. He's a guy you want to target if he's available in your league. Five catches, eight targets, 102 yards. Yes, one of those, I believe, I read was for... 65 or 75 yards, so that was a considerable amount of his production and the touchdown that he caught, which also jacked up his yards per catch to 20.4, but you still, you have to appreciate anybody getting eight targets because targets are opportunity, and opportunity turns into fantasy points for your fantasy football team. Here's two guys on the same team that you got to be looking at if they're available. Curtis Samuel, Washington. 
20.2 fantasy points, and Jahan Dotson from Washington, 18 fantasy points. I couldn't get any snap percentages when I looked this up, and I'll try to pass it along to you maybe on my next podcast. But Curtis Samuel catches eight passes, 11 targets, which I do know do know was in the top 15 for fantasy targets this week, 55 yards and a touchdown. He also ran the ball four times for 17 yards. And then Jahan Dotson, only five targets, three catches, 40 yards, 13.3 yards per catch, but two touchdowns. Both of those guys, great pieces for your fantasy lineup, even if you want to use them on the bench. And if you want to start them, if the matchups are right, go check out and see if they're available in your fantasy football league. Here's a guy who might get some more playing time. Came out and played pretty well for the L.A. Chargers. Only 37% of the snaps, but most of that came after Keenan Allen was injured. 15.4 fantasy points, three catches, four targets, 64 yards, 21.3 yards per catch, one TD. With Allen's injury, he could be significant. And I know there's a couple other players that you're probably being told to pick up, but actually DeAndre Carter might be the one. He could also be a one-week wonder, so tread lightly. But if you need somebody to play this week, Thursday night, he's going to be playing against Kansas City. Might be a nice start. Mike Williams didn't do very well this weekend, so it kind of adds a little bit of um, firepower to L.A. Chargers. DeAndre Carter. And then how about DJ Chark in Detroit? Plays 81% of the snaps, averages 13 yards per carry, puts up 15.2 fantasy points. He has eight targets, eight targets, catches four of them, 52 yards, and he also gets his touchdown. First touchdown in Detroit, another player you might want to check out. I thought, personally, Detroit's offense looked pretty solid, even though Goff was a little shaky at times. I thought the team get, uh, really rallied around him, and they can move the football there in Detroit. Sterling Shepard, New York Giant, a surprise. Wasn't supposed to play, then did. 72% of the snaps, 15.1 fantasy points. Two catches, four targets, 71 yards. That's 35.5 yards per catch and one touchdown. I can only share the information that I know, people. People you might want to take a look at. Here's another one. New York Jet. Corey Davis, 68% of the snaps, 13.7 fantasy points. He has not been in most people's conversations this year. It's been all about Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. But I am here to tell you, Corey Davidson had nine targets, 77 yards with six completed passes, 12.8 yards per catch. And believe it or not, the New York Chats threw the ball, Joe Flacco, 59 times. 59 times in that game. Greg Dortch, Arizona, another receiver who's available. This team has been decimated with injuries. He played 91% of the snaps, 13.3 fantasy points. And that's what I'm looking at. If there are guys that can help me out and they're playing 90% of the snaps, 100% of the snaps, 75, 80% of the snaps, and they're getting eight and nine targets, I'm going to take a look at them. End zone targets, if they caught a touchdown, things you need to waiver. He had seven catches, nine targets, 63 yards, nine yards per catch. Somebody that could probably help your lineup at least for the first few weeks till Hopkins comes back. Uh, tight ends, there's a few of those available. O.J. Howard, all he does is catch footballs. Two catches, two targets, 38 yards, and two touchdowns. There's a lot of twos in there, but he only played 17% of the snaps for Houston. 
17. That will go up. That will go up. But 17.8 fantasy points just coming onto the team and only getting in for a few plays. Obviously going to be somebody they're going to use around the goal line. O.J. Howard of Houston. How about Gerald Everett, L.A. Chargers? Plays 66% of the snaps, 14.4 fantasy points, three catches, four targets, 54 yards, 18 yards per catch, and he also gets a touchdown. And again, with Allen being out, could be a nice play for you on Thursday night if you're looking for a tight end. Tyler Conklin for the Jets also uh, plays 92% of the snaps, gets 11.4 fantasy points. He does get a touchdown, only 3.5 yards per catch, though. So he has four catches on seven targets for 14 yards but seven targets again the new york jets had 59 passes there's quite a few guys out there that were targeted frequently and tyler conklin if you need a tight end might be a valuable player for your team with 92 percent of the snaps hayden hurst for cincinnati plays 75 percent of the snaps only gets 9.6 fantasy points five catches again Eight targets, 46 yards. It's the targets that I'm looking at because I had a couple tight ends that didn't get that many targets. Cameron Bray had three targets, one catch for Tampa Bay. This is what I'm talking about. Move on from those guys and grab one of these other players that has more opportunity. And here's another guy that I really like that I think you might want to give him a few weeks if you grab him, but if you need a tight end on your bench, Logan Thomas for Washington, only 7.5 fantasy points. But he was the rage last year on the waiver wire. Not on the waiver, in the draft. Everybody thought he was going to be a top five tight end. I still think he has that potential. Coming back from his injury, he gets six targets, catches three of them, 45 yards. That's 15 yards per catch, people. 15 yards per catch. So, Really quick, up next, we're going to have uh, in our next few podcasts before the week's up, we'll be talking about rookie performances. Uh, we're going to take a look and see if there's anybody on that top 40 club. Hmm. And also trades. People you should be targeting to grab from other managers in your league and trade prospects. That will also be part of my next couple podcasts. So that's it for today. Be fair. Please share. Bye.